Hello and welcome to episode 4 of Using Your Brain for Success, the show that's all about helping you build a better life by using your brain the right way. I'm Liam Naden and I'm glad you're here. If you've listened to the previous episodes of this show, you'll know by now that your brain is the most powerful instrument on the planet and it's available to you right now to help you get everything in your life that you want and get rid of everything that you don't want, including your problems and stress. You'll also know that you have a biological purpose as a member of the human species, and that purpose is to play your role in creating more life, in the survival of the species, and in passing on the information about you that is contained in the DNA in the cells of your physical body. And that the greatest chance you have to survive and do all of this is of course when you're at your best, physically your strongest, when you're at your healthiest, and when you're your most resourceful, most creative and productive, which all comes from being your happiest. So in a very real sense, your purpose is to be the strongest, healthiest and happiest you can be so that you can survive and thrive. And your brain is the tool that's designed to make sure that this happens. So now that you know that your brain is there to create the best life possible for you, which also means one with the fewest problems, then the question becomes, well, how does it do that? How does your brain work to ensure that good things happen and not bad things in your life? How does it solve problems? In fact, how does your brain work to create any result in your life? Because as you're probably beginning to realize, but which we'll cover in more detail in later episodes, your brain is actually what is creating every aspect of your life experience in every moment. It's the driver behind your whole life. So that's what we're going to look at in this episode, which is about how your brain is designed on a physical and functional level to move you towards being your best. Because when you understand how it functions, then you can use it to get anything that you want. And because your brain is a machine, it will do it with 100% accuracy, 100% all of the time. And as I explained in the last episode, unlike prayer, motivation, hard work, knowledge, self-help methods and techniques, spirituality, meditation and hypnosis, simply using your brain the right way, the natural way, this gives you the desired results 100% of the time. It never fails. And the more I share with you in this podcast, the more information, the more you'll see and experience for yourself that this is true. Okay, so the first step to using your brain the right way is to understand how it actually functions on a physical and biological level. Now, I promise I won't get too technical here, but there is a little bit of science to explain. I'm sure you'll be able to understand what I'm saying, but I've also provided some further free information and explanation about this on my website, liamnaden.com. So you'll find it there listed in the podcast section under this episode, which is episode four. But let's dive into your head now and explore your brain and see what's really going on in there. Now, your brain, despite its infinite complexity and power, on a physical level, it's actually divided into four main parts. The first and largest part is at the top of your head. It covers all the rest of the brain and it's called the neocortex. It has other names as well, but this is the most commonly used. And this is the part of your brain that's responsible for your thinking. 
It's the part of your brain that takes all of the information that comes to you through your senses and your thoughts, and it puts it all together so that you understand it. So everything that you see, hear, taste, touch and smell, and the thoughts that you become aware of, all of this is the result of your neocortex taking in information from the outside and making sense of it for you. It's the part of your brain that's also responsible for your ability to be logical with ideas and to plan things and be strategic. And it's also the part of your brain that makes communication possible through words and ideas. So this part of your brain is where all of your rational thinking comes from. And it's where all of the information that you gather from your experiences, or where it's all stored. So I call this part of your brain your rational thinking brain. Now located just under your rational thinking brain, inside your head, is an area called the limbic system. This is the second part of your brain, and it contains two smaller areas called the amygdala and the hippocampus. And this part of your brain is all about your emotions. It's the place responsible for cre creating your emotions and feelings. And it does this by directing the production of chemicals, sometimes called hormones, that either make you feel good or bad. More on how and why it does that a bit later, but this part of your brain I call your emotional brain because that's what it's there for, to create emotions. Okay, the third part of your brain is at the very base of your skull, and it includes areas which have technical names, which are called the cerebellum and the brainstem. Now this is the part of your brain that's physically connected to the rest of your body through your neck. It's also called the primitive or reptilian brain because this is considered from an evolutionary point of view to be the oldest part of the human brain. And it's the part we share in common with primitive life forms such as reptiles. Now I call this part of the brain the mechanical brain because it's responsible for all of the purely mechanical aspects of keeping your body machine alive. It's here that all of your body systems are regulated, the ones that happen automatically without you having to use your rational thinking brain to think about. So that's everything from your heart beating, your breathing, your digestion, your body temperature, and all of the functions of the various organs in your body. It's also the part that handles any necessary repairs to your body, and it works automatically to heal you from diseases or fight off infections. But the mechanical brain also has one other very important function, which is to fight off and protect you from any danger that might harm you or be a threat to your survival. Now you might know of this as your fight, flight or freeze response, or your instincts. So this is obviously a very important function for your mechanical brain to provide for you. Now these are the three most understood parts of the brain, and for a long time it was considered that these three parts were in fact all that made up the brain. There was a model of the three-part brain called the triune brain model that was actually proposed by a neuroscientist called Paul McLean back in the 1960s. And it's been the accepted model that has been widely used as the basis for virtually all research into the brain and human behavior until very recently. But there's been some new research lately, and this has shown and is beginning to understand that there's actually a fourth part of the brain. And this is located in a number of separate but related regions in the brain 
the most significant of which are called the pineal gland and the basal forebrain. And this part of your brain, the fourth part, is called the midbrain, or what I refer to as the creative brain. And it turns out that it's the most important part of the brain of all in determining your success or lack of success in your life. Before we get into this, let, to understand this part of your brain more fully, let's just recap on what we know about the other three parts of the brain that I've discussed so far. Well, for thinking, logic, communication, and storing information, you have the rational thinking brain. For your emotions, you have your emotional brain. And for all of your automatic bodily functions, and for your instincts in reacting to danger through fight, flight, or freeze, you have the mechanical brain. But I'm sure you'll agree there's more to you than just logical thinking, feeling emotions, and, and having a mechanical body. Because what about your creativity and inspiration? What about new ideas that you get that just come to you that aren't based on any logical thinking or even on anything you've experienced in your life before? What about feelings of intuition and, and gut feelings where you logically can't explain something, but you just know on a gut level that it's true? And what about solutions to problems that come to you out of the blue when you're doing something else? When you've spent weeks worrying about and struggling with a problem, and then suddenly you get a completely new idea on how to solve it when you least expect it, and maybe when you're doing something else completely. So where does all of this come from? Well, none of these are the result of rational thinking, are they? So they can't come from the rational thinking brain. And of course, what about other things such as all of the unexpected things that happen to you in your life. You know, the chance meetings with people or the synchronicities, the coincidences. When you act with spontaneity or you act without thinking or on a gut feeling that something would be good and it turns out that it is. In fact, when you really think about it, most of the most significant things that happen to you in your life, they happen by accident, or at least it seems that way. They don't happen through any conscious planning on your part or trying to make them happen even though sometimes it feels like we're trying to. And they can be good or bad things. We call the good things miracles and the bad things problems. Now think about your partner or your spouse, for instance, who hopefully is a miracle rather than a problem. <laughs> but did you know you were going to meet them before you actually did? Did you plan on meeting them? Well, most of the time the answer is, of course not. It just happened, didn't it? And as science is discovering, actually these things really don't just happen your brain plays a very important role in making them happen. So the search for where creativity, new ideas, gut feelings, aha moments, and even what seem to be unexpected events come from, and the realization that none of these things have to do with our rational thinking, has led to the discovery of a fourth part of the brain. And researchers such as Dr. Basker and Pillai have been at the forefront of this research. And I call this the creative brain because it's where all of the things that are creative, that are actually responsible for creating your life experience, it's where they're produced. It's where the true creativity happens. And here's the most important thing about your creative brain. It's the part of your brain that's really steering the ship of your life. It's the part that's really in control. It's the part of your brain that is directly responsible for ensuring the expression of you that is contained in your DNA and that it's done in the most effective way. 
It's the part of your brain whose job it is to make sure that you are the strongest, healthiest and happiest you can be. And it actually uses the other three parts of your brain to help you get there. So it's your creative brain that's in charge. But here's another important feature of this part of your brain. It's also the part that gets interfered with the most when you're using your brain the wrong way. When you're not using your brain the way it's naturally designed to work, your creative brain can't do its job properly. And that's how you end up with problems and stress. That's why you make bad decisions and why you do the wrong things. That's why you do things that create more problems and you find yourself spending your time trying to fix things that are the result of having made a decision you should never have made in the first place. So you struggle to find answers for problems and you use a huge amount of mental energy trying to figure out what to do. And you become confused and you don't know what to do. And this is when you also get hit with bad luck. And no matter how hard you try or no matter what you do, you just can't seem to get away from problems and stress. I mean, do you know of people who seem to try really hard? They work hard. They're really driven and motivated, but they never seem to get ahead. They've always got problems and stress. And no sooner do things start to get better for them, than they're hit with more problems. And you think, well, that's not fair. They're such a good person. They don't deserve to have all the problems they do in their life. It's really not fair on them. Well, actually, as you'll remember from the last episode, that used to be my life. And yet there are other people who seem to have very few problems in their life. They're the ones who get all the good luck rather than the bad luck. And we call these people jammy, tinny or fluke artists. They don't seem to have to struggle at all, and yet they get all of the things they want. And that doesn't seem fair either. It's not fair that some people have all the luck without having to have struggled and worked hard. We almost feel that they don't deserve it. And actually, that's my life as it is today, as you'll remember from the last episode. But for both of these types of people, we think, you know, life really isn't fair. God isn't fair. Why is God allowing this situation to be happening? Why does God give things, good and bad, to people when they don't deserve them? Well, when you understand how your brain works, you realize that God isn't allowing it to happen at all. God doesn't want anyone to have problems. It's all to do with how people are using their brain. And God gave each of us the same one of those. Each and every one of us has the exact tool we need to ensure we don't have problems and to ensure we get rid of problems that might crop up quickly and easily. And that tool is, of course, our brain. We've also all been given the instruction manual on how to use this tool. It's contained in the teachings of virtually every religion and culture throughout history. And it's available to us if we took the time to read and understand these instructions properly. So we've got all the right tools for a fulfilling and happy life. The results we get in our life are simply the result of how we're using it. So when you understand that your creative brain is the driver and creative your life, you can start to get the results you want and without stress or struggle or trying to think your way out of your problems. That never works. And you can also begin to start avoiding the things you don't want or avoid making a bad situation simply worse. It's a far better, easier, happier and more effective way to live. So to recap, there are four parts of your brain. These are the rational thinking brain, which enables you to think, be logical, plan and communicate with the outside world. There's the emotional brain, which enables you to feel emotions. 
There's your mechanical brain, which takes care of everything to keep your body functioning without you having to think about it. And there is your creative brain, the part of your brain that produces your creativity, your imagination, all the new ideas and everything you need to give you solutions to any problems and ensure you avoid problems. This is the part that creates what seem to be the miracles in your life. It brings all of the unexpected circumstances and new people. As I said, it solves the problem. It's the part at work when you meet the person who becomes your husband, wife or life partner and you go, you ask the question, how did that happen? Or when you get a new idea and you think, where did that idea come from? So the next question really is, how do you use your brain the right way to make sure your creative brain really is in charge? So that you're most able to solve your problems and get everything you want, easily and without having to struggle. How do you get more of the good stuff happening in your life and less of the bad stuff by really utilizing your creative brain? Well, the answers to those questions are where things really st start to get even more interesting and exciting. Because once you know this, once you know how to put your creative brain in charge the way it's supposed to be, you will be amazed and delighted at how your life turns out. It's what's happened to me and to the many people I have shared this with. We're going to be looking at the answers to all of these questions in later episodes, so plenty to look forward to. But for now, if you can, bring your attention to this present moment. Actually, what are you doing right now? Are you out running or walking? Are you sitting in your car? Are you driving? Are you at home relaxing and listening to this? Well, wherever you are and whatever you're doing, just take a few moments to notice what's really going on in this present moment. You know, the present moment is all there is. There is no future or past. And most of the time we're so busy with what we're doing or even just with thinking that we don't really see what's going on we miss out on so much of the enjoyment of life this way. But no matter what you're doing right now, become aware of the other amazing thing about you and about life. And that is that everything that is going on in your life right now and at every other moment is an experience created by the four parts of your brain all working together. Your mechanical brain is keeping you alive breathing and your heart beating and all of your organs functioning. Your emotional brain is creating chemicals that enable you to have feelings and emotions, whether it's excitement, happiness, optimism, peace, playfulness, or sadness, frustration, worry and depression. Wouldn't life be boring without being able to have feelings? It'd be worse than boring, it wouldn't be worth living. And with your rational thinking brain, you can make sense of the world. You can look at a tree and recognize that it is a tree and not a frog. You can give both the tree and the frog a label or a name so that you can communicate and share with others a similar experience. Using your rational thinking brain, you can make plans. You can put together projects. You can make calculations and you can communicate and interact with other people through speech and writing so that your world isn't a lonely, confusing place. Think how strange it would be and how miserable you would be if you couldn't communicate with any other human being on the planet and if you didn't understand anyone and no one understood you. And you also have a part of your brain, the creative brain, that gives you the ability to create anything you want in your life. Its sole purpose is to give you what you need to be strong, healthy and happy. 
and which is what you not only want to have, but what you're supposed to have. It will bring to you, whenever you need it, new ideas, new people and circumstances, new insights, gut feelings that turn out to be the right ones. And you will start acting in a way where you make better decisions and life will flow more easily. You'll be motivated and inspired to do the right things and stop doing things that are going to create problems or bring you harm. When you use this part of your brain the right way, miracles show up in your life on a regular basis. Have you ever had something that you thought was a miracle happen in your life? Wasn't it a great feeling at the time? Wouldn't it be great to have a lot more of those? Well, you can, and in fact your life is supposed to be filled with miracles. Your creative brain taps into an intelligence that is way beyond your rational thoughts. It's the part of your brain that all great artists throughout history have said is the something that really created their masterpieces, where their creativity came from, without struggle, without stress or worry. In the words of the great Dutch artist Piet Mondrian, the position of the artist is humble. He is essentially a channel. You too are a channel. And what could you channel if you allowed your creative brain to do its job properly in your life? What great things are you capable of? What dreams could you live out? Dreams of things that you can't even imagine right now. You can't imagine it because you don't know. But your creative brain does. It knows everything about you. It knows how to access and express all of the information about you that is contained in your DNA. It knows what you're great at and what is possible for you when you leave stress and problems behind and become the strongest, healthiest and happiest you can be. For when you discover how to unlock your creative brain's true power, that's when life truly becomes worth living. Well, that's all for this episode of Using Your Brain for Success. I look forward to sharing with you in future episodes so much more about how you can really create an extraordinary life using the incredible power of your brain. I'd be grateful if you could share this show with anyone who you think might be interested. And in the meantime, if you'd like to learn more about how you create success and lack of success in your life, visit my website, liamnaden.com. You can also learn about neurostate rebalancing, which is a technology which automatically gets your brain working the right way. It puts your creative brain in charge so that you solve problems and create the life you love. I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Bye for now.